Yo, Unk, man, turn your TV down, brother. You got to. You ain't I got no damn TV on, brother. That was you talking about. Can't tell people to stop talking about I know you saw TV, not, not the people in the house. Yeah, this is echo. We got the echo chamber. Hip. Wow. Deep Bow. Hip. Peace and Black Power family. You already know what it is. This is your brother Sarnetta, Sarnetta Studios. And tonight, family, we have the Scholars Corner in the building. Featuring Brother Unk from the Armin Ra Squad. Of course, Asa M. Hotep. And we got our brother, Strong Soldier Warrior, Brother Garfield Reed in the building. And of course, I'm your host, Brother Sarnetta. The Scholars Corner was um founded by our beloved brother Garfield. He came up with something and said, you know, we need to do a Scholars Corner. We need to get rid of the pseudos. We need to combat all the pseudo information. And that's why we are here today, family, because we are going to combat this, this pseudo information. Last night, it was crazy last night. Me and Dr. Reggie, we have um, a few encounters with a few of the so-called Aboriginal brothers. And they said straight up, Brother Asar, I don't even know if you heard this one, Brother Asar, but now they are claiming that Harriet Tubman was not real. Nat Turner was not real, and the transatlantic slave trade was not real, brother. Turn up my mic. Okay, I'm going to turn my mic up. I just don't want to outblast everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's why I turn my mic down. I don't want to outblast everybody. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this is what's going on right now. So we had a couple of the Aboriginal brothers in the building, and one of them claimed Chief Holiday said that um, Harriet Tubman was not real, brother. It was not, it was all a lie. So without any further ado, we want to um, open up the floor with your brother's uncle, I mean, our brother Garfield. Take the lead, my brother, and do, do the due diligence, brother. Matter of fact, I'm going to put, Garfield, you there? Yes, sir, I'm here, I'm here. I'm going to put Garfield on the big screen so he could organize this joint here. Go ahead, brother Garfield. Talk to him. Why is it we not? Um, you, all right. I think it was chipping out a while ago. Um, but anyway, peace and love to everybody. Welcome to Scholar's Corner. And of course, if you want to call in, the number is right there posted, 3475304211. But um, whenever, whenever I'm going to um, allow Ank, Unk, whenever um, to go through all the methodology and the stages, he's going to talk that tonight but whenever anyone makes a claim you just went dead um Garfield talk to that, me that particular individual to find out what's going on what's their history so if they're going to come at you with our strong leaders not existing you got to come with some strong evidence to show us that it's made up. And I know for a fact, there's no one that claims to be an Aboriginal or a native who this new wave of people coming out. They cannot prove whether Nat Turner, Harriet Tubman, and, and it's crazy because Nat Turner's grandmother was a Akan priestess. 
So she has a history that goes back all the way to West Africa that can be proven. So now for somebody to say Nat Turner did not exist, it has to be somebody with deep rooted self hate, which is a PTSD problem, which we, none of us here are PhDs to diagnose anybody, but as an unofficial psychiatrist, they got some, they got some issues. They got some head is shown to my brother Asar and then um Unc could go into the methodology and all that stuff. Go ahead Asar. Uh, peace and blessings. First I want to say uh thank you um again Sarnetta uh, for one having this platform and uh, having me on and um brother Bonk and, and Garfield uh for considering me for this conversation. <laughs> um what I want to say is I gotta get this echo uh, here. Um, Remember, that, yeah, take the headphones the off first, and talk. We can hear you. Okay. The, the the first question I would ask is, what reason do we have to disbelieve that they are true? Um, is the the story of Harriet Tubman, uh, for which we actually have photos of her, but um, for Nat Turner and, and anyone else, what was so extraordinary about their stories that it would take super extraordinary evidence to confirm their existence? It's not like, like the story of Jesus the Christ, where we are to believe that the Son of God came in the flesh and who was a perfect human being, walked on water, turned uh, two pieces of fish and three loaves of bread, or it could be vice versa. Uh, into, you know, thousands or hundreds uh, of samples for others who died and resurrected on the cross or Muhammad who got on a white horse and flew off into the heavens, you know, all off of the dome and things of this nature. Nothing extraordinary forces us to, you know, reconsider, you know, their existence. Um, and then you have to wonder what is the motivation behind denying the existence of these people, what what are they trying to take away from you? Because these are these are example examples and exemplars of freedom fighters. So if you take away the reality of their freedom fighters, who else do you have in their place who has repelled, you know, uh, uh, slavery, who fought against slavery and and, and human rights? That was my argument yesterday. So you saying the same thing I said yesterday? Go ahead, brother. Right. So, you know, what, what is their motivation for taking these individuals away? And did they replace them with anyone? So now I didn't catch the live conversation, but I'll definitely go back and, and, and listen to that so I can hear their words directly. But, you know, these are some of the things that you have to consider. And so when we look at the primary evidence, because we have court records, we have actually letters from Frederick Douglass and uh, Harriet Tubman going back, uh, having conversations with each other. You know, you have court records with Nat Turner and, and people that were um, um, tried with him. So how do we examine, so the, the whoever, the white man, the aliens, whoever made up this story, they went through all that trouble as well to create this evidence and write court records and all of this other good stuff, you know, for these uh, individuals. Um, I, I question the logic. Uh, and, and the, the intellectual 
fortitude of indi individuals who would make these claims, um, their capacity to think critically. And of course, we're going to get into the whole issue of methodology, you know, um, a, a, a little later. But, you know, that's just hearing, if, if y'all, what y'all saying is correct, just hearing that makes me conjure up these questions immediately. And I'm pretty sure as we go on through this conversation, I'm going to have more. So I'll just stop right there. All right, come on, Garfield. You're conducting this, brother. Let's go. Oh, I'm. Yeah. Can't hear you, Garfield. Let's go into some methodology. Yeah, let's go into some methodology. Hold that on, we you got to bring on speaking... first. You got to let Uncle introduce himself. Yeah. Let him open up. Go ahead, go ahead, go Real ahead, brother. Unc. Let me um. Go ahead, brother. Real fast, Anetta. We don't want to disrespect the brother. Uh, you pronounce his name wrong. You called him Chief Holiday. He's Steve Broken Pepper. He's Steve Broken So we need to get that straight. So we need to you know without we don't want to mess up brother's name. Okay, so now we got that straight. Um this is this is very, very serious. Everybody put your joint on mute. They said it's an echo. Everybody go on mute. Uh, this is a very, very serious topic in the community. Uh, the reason Brother Saw is on today because uh, what I would like to say is probably around what I met uh, about seven, eight years ago. Uh, he had a blog talk show at one time that I had another on the show. Um, so I met her, he had a blog talk show. He was just getting started on that. And he used to have uh, genuine scholars on his platform. Uh, it wasn't the loudest platform. I thought I had one of the loudest platforms. It wasn't loud, but it was exact, and it was to the point. Uh, what I, first of all, what I learned was if you're the smartest guy in the room, get out that room, right? And so as I started being around Selmore, it was some things that were evident that my methodology was not on point, and I was reaching conclusions uh, uh, that starting off with a, a notion already of what I thought the truth was. Uh, that's something the researcher never should do. Meaning you shouldn't have a foregone conclusion. So like, for instance, if we say the Egyptians were black, and it's not a good thing to start off with the Egyptians were black. Don't go in there thinking the Egyptians were black. Go off, start off with the possibility they could be uh, a numerous, belong to numerous people. Start there. And then you let the evidence weigh in and tell you who and what the Egyptians are. So like, if you say Egyptians were European, right? Start off with that uh, question. You can find things, whether true or false, that, that agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we, we find that they read uh, uh, scientific articles and journals that claim certain European markets uh, are in, uh, in. They'll take one area of Egypt, one small grave site, in northern uh, Egypt and say, yeah, well, this market was found here. I'm saying not really taking a total population size, not looking at southern grid, none of that, and then reach conclusion. Okay. You could do that with a lot of different things. This is where the community, this is where I found the community. I found the community in total disorder and understanding how to research what research was. So we use this book right here, uh, written by Comedic Press. This one up. It's called Saber. Uh, you can get this on the Amaral Squad website. You can also go to the Black Guy Books. Very simple book. 
And this is something we all do when we think we think we researchers. Most people think they researchers. Uh, if you look at a song, you look at golf, you right? And look at the things they talk about. You're gonna find it to be a little bit different than what most people are talking. But watch this. It's a logical reasoning science. This is chapter one. What is research? So many people think that by merely reading something that they have done research. And that's the point in this community. You think you read a book and now all of a sudden you research that topic, right? Goes on to say, this is not the case. Read literature, review. They say there are at least seven other stages in the scientific research. Most of the books we read don't have evidence. Most of the opinions we form from books with no evidence lead to dead end, made up, make believe fantasy island stuff. Who the thought ends up We all know what food poisoning does to the body. Just think what poison ideas do to your mind. So just starting off, I want y'all to know, just because you read some books, that does not mean that you have done research and that does not make you a researcher. That just simply makes you a person that has read some book. And I think that's an important part to start, start off with. Now, most people in this community, you know, have, have thrown books away. Like, we don't read books anymore. That's the, that's the underlying thing. We don't read anything. So we got the, I, I call it the doctrine of run your mouth, right? And just talk. It's called the, the research talker. You just talk, 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 talk. And you, 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 have, you have nothing to back. You know evidence. As a matter of fact, me and the son looked at the video, and I forget the name of the brother's page. And it was, he, he called himself calling out the Amaral squad. You know what I'm talking about, Asa? Okay. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, and it, and what was the joke? It was a joke. What did what did the brother say about the Amaral squad? It was so funny. Oh, he he said something to the nature of that the Amaral squad don't accept anything that doesn't have a methodology and evidence, which is absolutely true. Facts. <laughs> and so he saw that as a problem. So he said, anything that doesn't have a methodology or evidence, uh, the Amara squad dismissed, as if we're supposed to accept information that hasn't been properly vetted. And so, you know, I found that comical. Go ahead. Yeah, I forgot the brother's name. What, what's the name? I can't think of his name. I don't know Facebook, but I don't want to leave him hanging like that. I think his name is, all right, because I kind of look at some of his videos. Uh, I think his name would be, hold on, let me give it a talk real quick, uh, real fast. His name would be, hold on. Uh, Otto, I can't even say his name, man. A, I think it's. A-U-T-O-C-H-T-H-O-N-O-U-S, the word one. That's the same that holiday dude. That's the same Chief Holiday dude. That ain't Chief Holiday, is he? Chief Holiday, is he? Yes, it is. It's the same dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Okay. Well, he's terrible. That's when I was talking. No, it wasn't. That's not the guy I was talking to yesterday. I'm, yeah, he I'm got a fake though. profile. He got voice was different. Yeah, that one Chief Holiday I was talking. Okay. All right. Chief Broken Feb. All right. No, that, no, that wasn't him, Uncle. I know who you're talking about. Okay. Got another. Right. Got a... this... 
But yeah, let's let's turn it up, man. Let's get into the science right now, man. Come on, Garfield, turn this up, brother. Let's go. No, no. You see, that, that's another problem, sir. So, the turn up thing, that's when we start to lose. We turn up. Because <laughs> when you're dealing with methodology, it's No, when I say turn up, I'm talking about let's start dropping the knowledge. Let's start dropping the information. That's what I mean. Just drop the whole mouthful, son. <laughs> Most people in the community think that if you read the book, you're doing research. You got to do a literature review. <laughs> like, people don't know what the hell a literature review is. So I'll what is a literature review, bro? Because nobody knows what that is. Let me... Let me first hey, say. Hold, hold on, hold on, Asar. Before you go, let me let me yeah. say this to everybody that's listening. If someone makes a claim that Na, that Nat Turner, he froze up. Did what? What evidence do you have to even come out with that information to entertain it? Why should we entertain conversation? Because now. You're, there's a hundred year block that you're changing. All right, but. Hit the keys things head on instead of turning it up. We need to hit these claims head on. What evidence do you have? Do you have to say Nat Turner did not exist or it's a lie that Harriet Tubman didn't exist. She never freed any slaves. So it's all a lie. What evidence would you bring to the table? But go ahead, Asar. Okay. Now, what, what I want to say, I want to give a little bit of background uh, first. Because a lot of people don't realize my journey along this path. So what, what a lot of folks don't realize is that I was a Hebrew Israelite for about five years in my younger days. So this is during the early to mid nineties. And I was a part of the then what it was called the ICUPK, which is the Israeli Church of Universal Practical Knowledge. So now it's ISUPK, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the church has been turned into school. And I, 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 I credit them in many ways for uh, introducing me to some books that I probably would have never read before as a regard to the identity of the, the, the Hebrews and things of this nature. But what I discovered over the years is that they lacked a, a scientific methodology and they would latch on the information that appeared to support their underlying values. And so, the you know the notion that the hebrews were black there's no evidence whatsoever that the hebrews were black and throughout the years they just ran with this narrative and of course the whole um 12 tribes chart you know we we've debated that you know a hundred times you know before but this was part of you know some of the stuff that i used to teach so I used to be on out in uh, Manhattan uh, when it came time for, um, uh, you know, Passover and things of this nature. We'd be out street teaching. So somebody out there may have a photo with me and my Hebrew uh, Israelite outfit and the fringes and things of this nature. But this is way back in the 90s. And so 
um, I, I found that, you know, a lot of people take the approach of what like the Hebrew Israelites you know, used to do. They find something in a book and think that because it's in a book, it's true. So I can write, for example, two plus two equals five on a sheet of paper. Now let's assume the sheet of paper is an actual book. So I'm gonna write it down. Two plus two equals five. Can y'all see that on my screen? On the screen? Yes, yes. Two plus two equals five. So assume that this is a book and this is a source. Now, just because I have a source that says two plus two equals five, does that make the information in the source true? What other step do I have to do in order to verify the information? I have to do the work. I have to demonstrate that two plus two equals five. And there's a mathematical way in which I can demonstrate that. And so I would have to conclude after doing the work that two plus two does not equal five. This source is full of crap. And most folks don't do that. They just stop at, well, this book written by so-and-so says two plus two equals five. And as a result, they go around teaching this misinformation. And we're here on Sidenetter, you know, saying show having to debunk a lot of this information because people didn't want to do their due diligence. And this is something that the Amaral squad has to fight on a daily basis. People just making up claims, don't know how to read scientific literature, never been on an archaeological dig, don't know how to radio uh, carbon date you know, anything, are very bad at math, can't do one mathematical equation, you know, um, to do any kind of statistics or Bayesian theorems and things of this nature, know anything about probability and statistics. None of this information is in their repertoire, but they're quick to go on platforms espousing some information that they never fully uh, uh, researched and conducted. And, you know, and I hope we can get into some um, specific examples based upon the conversation y'all had um, with these uh, indigenous brothers. And, and we can we can go through it point by point and show whether they're right or wrong. And so y'all would know better than I. Uh, I only saw a little bit of that conversation. So go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Um, hey, Sonida, I'm gonna drop off, man, because for some reason my signal is not working. Yeah, you know what, Garfield? I'm going to stay on your neck, man. I am going to stay on your neck because you are Garfield. If anybody pulls a half day joint sure. right, it's Brother um, Garfield. Brother so, Garfield. Brother Garfield, by next brother week, Garfield, brother, by next week, call the cable, man. Tell them you want that Ethernet cable, and you're going to be up and running. You can't be on no weak-ass shit like this, brother. You teaching the world, Garfield. You are teaching the world, brother. Tell the white man you need an Ethernet cable. It's only a couple of more dollars, and we're going to be all right. <laughs> Serious, brother. You're too important for this crazy stuff. Nah, nah, um, no, no, no. My, 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 my internet is fine. I'm not home. That's why. I'm not home. So. All right. So, um. So let me move over. So let me let me get back on the uh, over there, man. You you gonna break out though, Garfield? Okay, so Garfield is now out of here. 
So, brother Unk, go ahead, yeah, Unk. I'm gonna open it up while I set this up. Go ahead and start dealing with the um the Aboriginal science so, of what they coming so, with and what are we talking about. Let's get all this information uh, right. Go ahead, brother. I'm gonna move you over there. So Unk. Guess, all right. So the first thing I want to find this term. We need to kind of deal with. Um, I think in the video I did, I, I, I wanted to talk about uh, the start of humanity. And so we need to kind of recognize that. We need to understand our genetic drift a little bit before we can actually understand uh, population in the Americas, because the population is no African population. And so it is imperative for people to understand evolution, because in understanding evolution, that would absolutely give you your answer on who the native population was in the Americas. And since, as far as I know, Right now, unless there's another uh, uh, archaeological finding or more data, uh, you had scientists fighting over these, these issues. And it was the multi-regional um, hypothesis and the out of Africa theory, all right, one and two. Most people don't know it's two, one and two, right? And so at the end of the day, the out of Africa went over. Now, if you keep up with scientific information, you recognize so if they're making claims that in the Americas there was a separate population of uh, Homo sapiens sapiens that popped up in the Americas, um, they're completely uh, out of their mind. They could never confirm that. Uh, paleontology, which is study of bones, does not does not confirm that. Uh, archaeology, study of bones, does not confirm that. And uh, genetic uh, study of, of genes and genetics absolutely positively does not confirm that. Uh, as a matter of fact, the study confirms the, the out of Africa theory. Uh, you have more uh, mutations on, on the continent of Africa than you have in any other population, meaning the population in Africa is the most diverse. And I think there's a name to that. Uh, so basically what I'm saying is it, wherever you find the most diverse, that particular thing, whether the plant, animal, you know what I'm saying? That is where that plant or animal uh, actually originated in. So on the continent of Africa, we find that they have the most diverse set of genes and they hold up most of the mutations that will later on occur depending on the environments. And so this, so, so this study has to start with um, these early Africans in Africa and, and as they go to different environments, how they are transformed by their environment and, and, and would later on end up in the Americas. And so there's a couple routes that we talk about as far as uh, entering the Americas uh, across the land bridge, right? And across the coastal routes, uh, leaving from the Barrington space and, and, and taking uh, small boats uh, following the coastline. I think I lead more towards the uh, going down with smaller boats down the coastline, I think this evidence is very uh, clear. And so really you have a, a few different populations coming into the Americas, but they're absolutely affected by the environment. We have been so spooked out that, that, that as we go to work, school, and just to the playground, we absolutely disrespect that force, which is called nature. Mother nature ain't no joke. She is the absolute force to be reckoned with. And she is the absolute reason why you die and will get regenerated again. If we disrespect her every day. So that force of human beings coming from Africa 
as they come in different environments, uh, it will transform Homo sapiens. You want to add something there, brother? So, Okay, um, what I want to do is, um, before I saw, I want to open up the phone line to the feathers up. I want the feathers to come in here and defend themselves, and that way it'll give um, Brother Asal a well-rounded of knowing where they come from, where he can hear them speak out of their own minds and mouths. So will the real feather up crew that's out there please stand up? It is your turn. Call in. This is the Scholar's Corner, and um, call in, man. It's time for you to call in, brother. And, and on that note, I would want to know what are the top three strongest pieces of evidence that the indigenous Americans were in fact black? What, what is their strongest that we can go back and review and do a part two to this that we can evaluate that unequivocally says these were black folk? And that all the black people here in the Americas um, aren't from, uh, weren't here from Africa. Two, and I know y'all was having the discussion about the DNA. Hold on, what, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. What's up? Okay. What? Hey, what's up? What is the DNA? Hold on, brother. Hold on. He's talking. I'm gonna let you get in in a minute. All right. Are you talking to me? Yes. Peace and Black Power family. Okay. What's your name and where you calling from? Man, my name is Jonathan. Man, I'm coming on. I'm, I'm calling. I'm calling down from 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 183rd. But I just want to say peace and brother side to all all the kings and all the gods of the earth. Man, I just want to give you shouts, man. Thank you, what brother. You're doing, man, is necessary. It's necessary what you're doing. Thank you. you. You 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 got a platform that's that that's worth a lot of money out here. That's worth a lot of money out here, man. What you got to figure out, man, is that I'm gonna tell you it plainly, man. I was up there telling Red Pill today. You got to figure out a way, man, and get your own thing outside of YouTube so we ain't got to depend on no YouTube to right. do anything. Man. Did you because see me today? You got is too important. You Did got not sort of brother Red Pill, man, but you got to do it like how Worldstar got it, man. You got to have your own platform. I got to you. To have all the stuff come out, man. That, that, right. That's all. I just wanted to say, you know, peace and blessings to everybody, man. I love, I love what y'all doing. Please keep doing it because it's necessary, man. Thank it, you, brother. Necessary. Yeah, I was out there. I must have missed you, man. I was out there. Yeah, man, I'm international P, man. I used to, I, I did a lot of stuff, man. I did the Fight Club. I do movies and all that. I just keep, but I keep my eye on the post of what y'all doing, man. And what y'all doing is really, 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 really affecting everything that's going on out here and it's necessary, man. All I, right. Know, I just want y'all never to lose y'all, you know. Yeah. Yo. Oh, man. Cut off. Peace and Black Power, family. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yo, peace. Uh, it's Angel. Uh-oh, everybody hate Angel. This is my brother. <laughs> hey, yo, listen, listen. There ain't no part two. You don't need a part two. You don't need no long process or nothing like that. Okay. It's very simple, very easy. First and foremost. Right? Hold on, hold on. First of all, I want to <laughs> let you know we got Unk the God Killer, and we got two two powerful scholars on the phone, right? I mean, on the live chat right now. We have Asar, Imhotep. So say what's up to the brothers and get ahead and build, brother. Peace and love, brothers. I see y'all. I see y'all. Peace. All right. So basically, Peace. first and foremost, the argument when they say, okay, they they say that the uh, the black people in America at the moment didn't come from Africa. They were already there. And one of their main arguments is Pangea. They say Pangea before the continents actually split. 
That's bogus because Pangea split 200 million years ago. And there was no Homo sapiens around at that point. Okay? And we all know that life started, um, you know, in Africa. And we're, talk we're not talking about the Neanderthals, the Denisovans. We're talking about Homo sapiens, first and foremost. Then they start to tell you that the... Um, the oldest bones were found in uh, in the Americas, in Brazil. They, they mentioned Lucia or uh, Lucia. But Lucia was only 11,000 years ago, um, 11,000 years old. And the anthropologists, not only did they dictate that Lucia, yes, they'd have Negroid characteristics, they dictated that she was from Australia, that her ancestors actually were from Australia. So there was a school of thought that actually states that there was two waves of migrations across the Barren Strait. The Eurasians, which are like your red-skinned Indians, and then the Aboriginal Australians. So we're talking about your Melanesians, your Polynesians, et cetera, et cetera, right? So there, there is a belief system that there were dark-skinned black Indians that would have been Australian Aboriginals. But these were not the Afri Africans. These weren't African-Americans. These weren't the ones that we see today, okay? Now, there are people that actually do DNA tests, and they are black Americans, and they've got Melanesian and Polynesian DNA. And this would coincide with that wave of, aborig of uh, Australasian aboriginals. But these people don't want to even consider DNA testing. There are people that put out a lot of misinformation, and they'll say, oh, even uh, Malcolm X said that we were aboriginals, right. et cetera, et cetera. Right. Malcolm X never said that. Right. Malcolm X said, what is an aboriginal? He said the ab, meaning uh, original peoples, the first peoples. He was talking about us being black, being the first people on the planet, on the earth. But he said, you don't want to call yourself aboriginals. You want to call yourself American. That's what he was pointing out there. He, he wasn't talking about being indigenous to America. This, this is simply put to what it is. Then they start talking about, okay, well, how did we get to so many um, numbers in the African-American community or so many black people in America? S slavery is, uh, is a farce. It never happened. It happened in reverse. That's bullshit first and foremost. 95% of the enslaved people went directly to South America. We're talking the Caribbean, Colombia, Brazil, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if you think of 12 and a half million uh, enslaved Africans, and you think about 95% um, of that leaving, leaving around 5% going directly to the United States, you're talking about 600 and something thousand. So what they'll do is they'll cherry pick this information and they'll say there was only 400,000 uh, Africans that went to the United States. So then it makes people start to think and go, wait, hold on. How did we develop to these numbers? Because you don't realize that the Caribbean was the testing ground uh, and, and the breeding ground for slavery. So you send 95% of those 12 and a half million to the Caribbean. Then those, they break them, they subdue them, and then they start transferring them. Now, all the paperwork that comes up now is going to show you that these enslaved didn't come from Africa. They came from, say, Jamaica, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Colombia, because now they're no longer part of uh, African product anymore. And, these, and these, so they try to manipulate the information, but don't even go further. Now they say, oh, but it's not about DNA. It's about genealogy. I did my genealogy, and I checked, and my parents and my grandparents, they came from the Chukotar tribe and the Cherokee and this and that they don't even start to understand the difference between membership into a tribe and being actually part of a tribe. Guess what? 
Indians owned ins uh, and enslaved Africans just like the white man did. And when people start talking about, uh, they talk about the Seminole Indians. They don't even know what Seminole Indians really is. Seminole Indians was a created tribe of freed, uh, of freed African men. That's what that truly was. Now, when you get a lot of people that do their genealogy, they're finding great-grandparents that um, have membership to these different uh, Native American tribes. Membership All right, hold different. on, brother. Um, let, me let, the, let me let the host, I mean, let me let the brothers um, respond. Brother yeah, Unk, sure. brother Unk I, see, um, I saw you. I want to um, add on to what the brother's saying. Well, I ain't got I, no I problem with restate. I, I don't have a general problem with what he's saying. Um, however, the reason why I asked for their top three because I want to hear from their mouth and not yeah. somebody uh, making the argument for them. That way, I can respond to actually what was said by the person who was making the claims. And so, you know, because I, you know, people will generalize and think where they they know where people are getting their information. That way, when you actually correctly, you you know where exactly where it's coming from. And so we can we can uh, evaluate their sources there. So that's why I ask why they're top three. Like whoever's going to call in on that side. You know that uh, undisputably allow us to assume that these Native Americans were in fact black folks, and that you know the, that we all didn't come from uh, from Africa, so to speak. And so, and then we can also ask, what was the languages, and what are the where are the indigenous black tribes right now that speak these indigenous languages? What was your religion? What was your proverbs? What is your family life like? Yes, you know, how right. did you raise kids? What was your education system? And then on top of that, what's the DNA say? You know, if, if you don't have any West or, or Southern and Central African markers, then we can begin to um, argue. You know, and we'll look strictly at haplogroups because when you do a composite of your DNA, you can get DNA. So say somebody indigenous married someone who came from Africa. Now in their pool, you'll find, you know what I'm saying, these, these, these African genes. But if we're looking at strictly the, the uh, haplogroups, the Y haplogroup and the X haplogroups um, for the direct lineage, we'll be able to answer those questions. So if both of your markers are coming from Africa, then you have no Aboriginal claim to this land. And so that's something that we have to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, yes, family, exactly. I need for the Aborigines to call in. Where are y'all now? Now that you see we got two scholars up in here to deal with it, nobody's calling in. We need the Aborigine people to call in and let's begin this build. It ain't got to be a powerful debate. Let's begin the build. I know, no, you I, know I know Reggie done put a dent in you last night. But let's see if we got one right here. All right, hey, hey uh, brother Andrew, I'll talk to you, brother. Peace, peace. Peace, brother. Let's see if this is All one right. from here. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Peace and Black Power family. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, peace, huh? This is I Pittman. You know, indigenous Native American. Okay. And here we go. Oh, now, let's go. I know you heard. Peace to you, brother. I know you heard all the... Um, the brother, Unc, and uh, brother Asa, um, 
Let's lay it all out, I brother. Really we need you to prove I really to us. Hear nothing on the panel, I just called in right now as soon as I saw you live. Oh, okay, brother. So I would like for you to just, we're going to give you five minutes, brother, to tell us yeah, how yeah, are you me. native to this land, how you are an aborigine. I mean, you got the floor. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sir. I'm originally a Kolomoki American native. That's K-O-L-O-M-O-K-I. We originate out of Georgia and all throughout the Southeast. So my wife is a Navajo, a Diné person. My children are both Kolomoki and Diné. My people have been here since time eternity. I spoke with my grandmother, my great-grandmother and grandfather, and everybody has told me that there's no record of my family coming on no slave ship to this country. We're from a place in Georgia called Sandy Bottom, S-A-N-D-Y-B-O-T-T-O-M, Sandy Bottom, Georgia. You can look it up. This is the original place of the Kolomoki Mounds and the Mound Builders and all of the people that call themselves of the Creek Nation. That includes the Yamasee and everybody else. So for somebody to come on here and to try to confuse the word Aboriginal with the original people, I explained to you last time, Saw, that Aboriginal means from original. Ab, just look it up. Ab means from original. So Aboriginal means from original. So there must be an original, and then there must be an Aboriginal. Secondly, anybody can be an Aboriginal. That's N-A-L, but not anybody can be an Aborigine with an E. An Aborigine is an Australian, an Australoid. That's what that is. But an Aboriginal can be anybody from the original stock of any stock of people. You could be an Aboriginal, you could be an Aboriginal Tamahu, Bilagana, as we say in the native tongue. You could be an Aboriginal so white man, tail right man. because if you come from the original people of the Caucasus That's Mountain, then you Aboriginal those people. You could be an Aboriginal African, Aboriginal European, Aboriginal anything, as long as you come from the original stock. So the word Aboriginal needs to stop getting thrown around like it's some big time word and it's some graduation for us. It's actually a step down. We the original people, not from the original people. We are the original people. In my culture, we teach that there are four seeds, and all four seeds came from the one original seed. That's the Nubian seed. So to say that the Native Americans are not Nubian, but then when I look at a definitionary and I look up the word Native American and I see copper tone, and then I look up what copper means, and I see that's Nubian, brown, gold, bronze, brass. I see all the colors of the brown spectrum of who we are, and then I say, that's who we are. So these are Nubian people. So stop saying that the Native Americans are not Africans. They are not African. They are Americans. Africa is one continent, and America is another continent. So Africans can't be Americans, and Americans can't be Africans. In fact, you cannot be an African-American, because your continent does not tell you who you are. Your continent does not give you your nationality. Your nationality is based on your country of origin, where you from. All right. What's your nationality? All right, brother. Again, your nationality is based on your country of origin. It's not based on a continent. So it's no such thing as an American. It's no such thing as, as a European. All right. Continent. All right. Go ahead, um, brother. Um, go ahead, brother. Um. Hey, brother, how do you spell that name again real quick? K-O what? 
Brother, you hear him talking to you? I can't hear Unc. Trying no, to get no, sir. Oh, he can't hear you, Unc. He's saying. I'm trying to get this tribal name. What is it? K-O what? Hold on, hold on, because he's talking. Unc, Unc, you got to try to see. Oh, man, how you can't hear him? Yeah, I can hear I can hear him. Unc can hear you. Unc can hear you very clear. Are you looking at on the screen, though? Yeah, I got my second phone in my hand. I'm looking at the live stream, but like I told you all the time, it keeps streaming. So okay. Oh. Let me address two issues here for a minute. All right. Uncle um, speaking. Let's just listen. Yeah, I'm trying to find out the name of his tribe, right? Yeah. And so I, I never want to disrespect the person and tell them what tribe they come from. But I would like to first say this, that uh, first of all, um, Native American tribes in America, they say they have always been here. That's in their tribal stories. So I respect that. So what we understand is that those people didn't understand DNA. They sure as hell didn't understand evolution. So no matter what your tribal story says, that doesn't actually link up with the quote unquote evolutionary history of homo sapiens sapiens. So without a shadow of a doubt, right? The tribal story has nothing to do with the actually the actual evolutionary process of homo sapiens sapiens. And so they, the, the original Native Americans, right? Uh, they have not always been into America. As a matter of fact, we can date the times that they come in. And that does not take away from the fact that you have your particular tribe, right? But for certain, homo sapiens sapiens have not always been in America. So that point would be non and void on the scientific uh, aspect. Point two, uh, no way that your tribe descended from the Nubians. Hell, the Nubians themselves aren't even Nubians. If you really do the breakdown of who the Nubians was, so I would absolutely challenge you on those two points. One point, that your tribe has not always been in America, right? That is scientifically incorrect. And two, your tribe does not descend from the Nubians. I would challenge you on those two points, and I would ask you to bring evidence besides your tribal story, because all tribes have stories, right? Prove that your tribe has always been here by using DNA, archaeological uh, uh, sites information, paleontology bones, and prove that you come from New. Can you give us the information that proves that? All right, um, you know what? Um, what? I don't think they can hear y'all because y'all don't have a mic. And um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna switch real quick to the Google Hangout. What do you think, um? Y'all wanna switch this to the Google Hangout? Yeah, we need to switch it so we can get. A, I, I mean, I like, I like that brother. That brother had a lot of information. All right, we're gonna switch to the Google Hangout. Hey, stay in by, um, Asar. Go right into All the right. Google Hangout. I'm exiting out of this one because on this one right here, I think you need professional equipment. And uh, let me go right to that. Let's go right. Let, we're gonna go right into it. Give us five minutes, family, and we're gonna come right back. Five minutes. You sent the, you sent the 